It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Forever. Dog. I used to think that this was my town What a stupid thing to think I hear you biting off a brain now I myself am on the brain I used to want to be a real man I don't know what that even means Now I just want you in my arms again And we can search each other's dreams What's up, 3Bs? What's up, Diamond Dogs? What's up, Athletic Gerbils? It's Three Swings, a podcast about baseball and other things. And uh, I'm your host, Rio Butcher. Uh, welcome to the likely mad as hell section of this podcast. That's how it started out as a little World Series diary back in the tiny little year of 2017. Doesn't that feel like a lifetime ago? Um, <clears throat> we're back to that format. Trying to round up as many games as I possibly can. Used to do it per game this season. It seems like it makes a lot more sense to do it on the breaks. So here we are. Um, before I get into the baseball, what's going on for me? Um, not sure. You know, <laughs> here we are. Uh, it's uh, October's almost over. I hope that uh, wherever you are, you have a plan for voting or have already voted. Uh, I hope that you have found some resources for voting. I live in Los Angeles, so I would just say if you have not voted in Los Angeles yet, please check out the Knock LA. That's K-N-O-C-K-L-A voter guide. I found it to be very helpful. Um, I was uh, pushing a different one on my social media, so I hope that if you haven't voted yet, you check this one out. Um, I found it to be helpful because it wasn't just a list of yeses and nos. It was here's why we say no. Here's why we say yes. Um, and it helped me get very informed about the props, uh, the ballot propositions, and then the folks I was able to vote for. Um, if you live in Los Angeles and you happen to live in CD4, you can look that up online by Googling what city council district do I live in? Or you can just check your ballot and see if the two names, Nithya Raman and David Ryu, are listed as an option May I please highly suggest that you vote for Nithya Raman. Uh, she not only has the most progressive policies and the information and work ethic uh, and background to back it up, she is also just what I would describe as an authentic human. Um, <clears throat> she has remained consistent throughout her entire campaign. And you might be thinking, hey, how does this uh, you know, city council seat in Los Angeles affect me, someone who lives somewhere else? I've brought it up before and I'm bringing it up again because 
specifically this race, has now uh, been touched by uh, what you could call establishment Dems, uh, by uh, the Speaker of the House getting involved, the uh, one of the Senate Judiciary Committee d- Democrats, and a former Secretary of State have all um, weighed in and not uh, on the side of Nithya Raman. So once you start getting that level of politicians involved in local politics, you start to realize, oh, local politics actually have importance. Um, if, if you know, someone that <laughs> was running for president before thinks it worthy to to weigh in on that, then I think it's a it's worthy. And and then what you start to realize is, oh, all of these positions are worthy of our attention um, because uh, they're all important. It's all important. That's why we're electing people, because it's important to elect people. <laughs> if it wasn't important to elect people, then we wouldn't be doing it. Um, and if it wasn't important and if it wasn't a right, uh, uh, politicians and, and people with money wouldn't be actively and effectively um, trying to take that right away from us. Uh, and we're seeing that with long lines. We're seeing that in gerrymandering. Uh, black Americans have been clearly, obviously dealing with this for a lot longer than many of us have. Um, uh, you know, white people specifically are all of a sudden going, wait, something's wrong. Um, <clears throat> so yes, something's wrong. It's been wrong. Um, they've been gerrymandering <laughs> everything for years. Uh, and so, we uh, have to take it upon ourselves to really pay attention. Um, if there's anything that I learned from 2016 and in the years since, um, it's it's learning where I thought I knew what I was doing, you know, um, which I think is like probably where the most uh, education comes from because we think we know. And like that's not necessarily <clears throat> a nefarious thing. Um, I-, I thought I was doing the most good. And to be honest, I was at that time, I was doing the best that I could. Um, and so since 2016, I have seen where I was falling for the, the, the trick I was falling for the con. And I was realizing I was just always acting in, in reaction to something else, as opposed to what do I actually believe in? What do I actually see? What do I actually want, um, to change? And so that's why this, City council seat in Los Angeles is so important because it's actually an opportunity. Um, and I can't even vote for this person because I don't live in that district. However, the city council essentially runs the budget of Los Angeles um, and it's more powerful than the mayor. Um, and so even though I can't vote for this person, I've tried to do everything I could to spread the word about her because she will still represent my city and she represents what I believe in. And she would be bringing that to the city council and she could make big change in the city council. And the fact that this, uh, election specifically, this, this, this seat is, is getting national attention means it's important. Um, and I think that a progressive city, uh, if you don't follow, uh, Brittany Nichols on Twitter, please follow her. Uh, she's not only a brilliant and hilarious, a uh, uh, comedian writer. Um, she writes for the the Black Lady Sketch Show and a Black Lady Sketch Show, excuse me, um, <clears throat> and other projects. Uh, she is incredibly involved in local politics and uh, progressive politics, and has educated me daily through her social media. So please follow her. But um, basically, saying that like to elect a progressive of of the quality and authenticity. Uh, of Nithya Raman, she, she, it would set the tone for other 
progressive leadership throughout the country. So I urge you to look and study and and really, really see what you're voting for. Um, guessing, <laughs> just like looking at a name and guessing based off of a name is not a great way to cast a vote. Uh, not judging you, uh, but don't do that. <laughs> if you can help it, go on ballotpedia.org. You can get a lot of information there. I like to look and see who is paying for which side of the argument for a yes and no on a ballot measure. Um, like one that's very contentious in Los Angeles is uh, Prop 22. Um, Uber, Lyft, DoorDash, all of these companies have poured hundreds of millions of dollars into this campaign to pass this prop. Um, and if you live in Los Angeles, please vote no. Um, prop 22 would essentially keep all gig workers uh, at a, a level of of inaccessibility to um, any higher wages, a living wage, uh, healthcare benefits, pension, all of these things that people, um, working people should have. I don't care what your job is. Every person should have access to this. Um, every person should have that. <laughs> we should have that. Um, and, and honestly, if you're not working, you should have that too. Um, <clears throat> and But the most sinister part of Prop 22 is that if it passes, it will then require this supermajority to ever make any changes. And so if it does pass, it's it's a bad sign for buying your way into the legislature by these companies that just are flush with cash and yet claim to not be able to pay their workers a fair living wage. Um, and if you want any more information on that, even if you don't live in Los Angeles, I think these are the kinds of things to learn about and educate yourself about to just uh, gain the sort of uh, eyeballs or, or uh, uh, language around these things, please go to my dear friend Adam Conover's Twitter, Instagram, his Twitch. He he has been going hard at vote, vote No on 22. Very proud of that. He's educated me. He continues to educate other folks. He's doing this all for free because he believes in it, so please check it out. Um, Adam <laughs> ruins yes on Prop 22, you know? Um, so do all those things. Uh, we're going to check in with some ads real quick. Uh, check out the products if you can. It helps the show and Forever Dog to stay afloat. Um, and hey, get in on the ground floor of a founding member of our, our ad-free thing if you're not into the ads. But if you are, we would appreciate it. Uh, and then we'll be back and we'll talk about uh, game one right after this. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. 
Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What a fantastic ad read. I hope you enjoyed it. I really did. Uh, Got to pay that person a little bit more. All right, let's get into it. The World Series has started. Um, we've got games one and two in the books. And so games one and two will be in this podcast. Uh, after two games, the 2020 World Series, which we didn't think would or should happen, <laughs> is now tied at one game apiece between the Los Angeles Dodgers and the Tampa Bay Rays. <clears throat> so let's get into game one. Uh, I would say going into game one, I felt like, wow, what a what an evenly matched series. Um, what a bunch of two number one teams. What uh what a treat. Uh I was thinking Dodgers in six and uh said Dodgers in seven on Twitter because I was like, I want to be conservative, but I feel like Dodgers in six. Um, I've maybe changed my mind on that two or three times ever since. Um, but yeah, game one. The Dodgers won game one by a score of eight to three behind a dominant performance from Clayton Kershaw. He threw eight strikeouts. He had one earned run and one walk in six innings. Uh, the Dodgers scored all eight runs in the four through six innings, including home runs from Cody Bellinger and Mookie Betts and RBI hits for Max Muncy, Will Smith, Kike Hernandez, and Chris Taylor. Um, specifically that offense that I saw in the four through the six innings specifically the Cody Bellinger two-run home run, um, to me was a good sign that the Dodgers have something different than what they've had the past two times that they've been in the World Series, which is um, a confident Cody Bellinger. That's something they did not have. Uh, if you watched those two World Series, the man could not hit in the postseason, and he definitely did not hit in the World Series. Um, so seeing that so early on, seeing that confidence in the box – uh, not chasing pitches and waiting for his pitch, getting a great pitch, kind of missing it, getting it again and not, you know, um, he, that's something they have not had. And so I was like, this is a really great sign. Then guess what's something else that they didn't have before in those world series, Mookie bets. <laughs> he, uh, he, he is something he, he, he's something, you know, uh, he stole two bases uh, the last person to do that in a World Series in the same inning was Babe Ruth. I've heard of that guy. Uh, he also stole a taco for America. Um, so thank you, Mookie Betts, for your service for our uh, Doritos Locos taco that we can all get sometime in the near future. Um, and then you've got Will Smith beating the shift. Um, Kike Hernandez and Chris Taylor all doing their part. So you're seeing that's one, two, three, four. Five, said six guys participating and also small ball, not relying on the, the home run ball in this game, putting the hits where they can, getting on base, working good counts, just really uh, dominating uh, offensively behind a stellar performance from a starting pitcher. 
Um, and the Rays ace Tyler Glass now allowed six earned runs and six walks in 4.1 innings of work. Uh, Kevin Kiermeyer was a bright spot for the Rays offense, knocking in two of their three runs off a fifth inning home run and a seventh inning RBI single. Um, and I feel like both of those runs came due to a bunch of changes um, that, in my estimation, did not need to be made. Um, and I was watching the sort of like calling the bullpen, doing all that. Like I, I just, uh, I feel like Kevin cash did something in this game, which is he saw what happened and he stayed the course because he knows this is a long series. And so you just, you, you, you realize like, okay, we might not, this one might not be ours. And so we'll just relax and we'll see what you do. And Dave Roberts can't possibly ever do that. <laughs> and I watch him to me as just watching a manager overmanage a, a bullpen um, when he didn't have to. Um, I know they're on short rest. I really do. I really know that they're on short rest, but so are the Rays. <laughs> so I just feel like... Um, the pace at which uh, Dave Roberts and the front office, whoever it is that's making the decision, um, you know, even so, even so through that, I saw a team that was hot, which they, they did. They weren't really in 2017, 2018. They've always had a ton of rest coming in, which you think is going to be a good thing, but I actually think momentum and morale are the two most important things in a world series. Uh, many people will debate me that this is, that this is what wins championships. I don't understand how you can think that it has nothing to do with it. I can understand if you don't think it's the only thing, but I think it's the most important thing. And I don't know how you can think that it doesn't matter at all. Um, because I watched a team roll in off of a four game winning streak. Uh, and, and not to mention that, but also have a good time in their last, you know, their seventh game to go to the World Series and bring that momentum in behind their starter, behind a guy that they want to win for. Um, and I think the Rays had the same thing. I just think they take a minute to get going. You know, I think the Rays got it. They, they need to get the the temperature, you know, of of the other team. And to me, Dave Roberts making all those moves started to show some of that temperature and started to show them what they could possibly do. Um, and just like stay the course and, and stay calm and cool and not get dejected in that game. Um, and so that to me was game one. And I got maybe a little overconfident and was like, oh, this is a team that could sweep this. And then um, they absolutely <laughs> can't. <laughs> so um I actually have one more ad for you because uh, this is going to be a short recap of just two games. So we're going to pop into that one and then we'll get into game two. Um, so I appreciate your patience and check out this ad. It's going to be great. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. 
What a tremendous ad. I hope you enjoy that product. Check it out. Um, I have. It's great. Uh, also, just like uh, while we're on the ads, um, I'm going to be putting up some new patches over on Trash Canyon soon, and there will be a new run of tie-dye going up on Trash Canyon very soon. So keep those eyes peeled and uh, buy those. And we will be donating probably to the Loveland Foundation again because it feels like that's that's a good thing to be doing right now. Um, and so coming off of the Dodgers World Series one dominant win, eight to three, um, we, we hop into game two, a game that I thought, let's just keep rolling boys. Let's just keep doing it. Let's keep doing what we're doing. And they did not, uh, the Rays won game two by a score of six to four. I actually was on Twitter as I, as I too often am. And some, you know, some person, baseball person was like, uh, you know, leave your, score predictions in the comments and I was going to say 6-4 Dodgers and so I was half right. <laughs> uh the Rays zoomed out to a 5-nothing lead by the 5th inning thanks to two home runs and 3 RBI from second baseman Brandon Lowe and lights out pitching from Br- Blake Snell who had 9 strikeouts and no hits through 5.2 innings before a Kike Hernandez walk and a Chris Taylor two-run homer uh put the Dodgers on the board for the first time. Brandon Lau coming into this game hitless, pretty much. He was hitting like 120 or something like that. Um, just couldn't get it together. And then, yeah, just had had a had a pitch that didn't have any life from Tony Gonsolin and uh hit a two two run home run, right? No, no, it was a it was a solo shot. And uh Dave Roberts immediately pulled Tony Gonsolin. And I was like, we're not going to win this game. <laughs> the Dodgers are not going to win this game. Uh, and and I say all this, uh, and, and I don't, the Rays are great at baseball. The Rays play good baseball. They did, they played great baseball last night. Um, and I just, so I don't want to diminish what the Rays did. It's not like they were handed a win. Um, but I just think they weren't, They, they the Dodgers the 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 management style I fully disagree with and I could not <laughs> disagree with it anymore and it's going to turn me into an old man um because I think you know Clayton Kershaw gave up that one home run now mind you it was further into his outing of course but I just think that uh, to me a a pitcher in, in game 2 of the World Series um a pitcher replacement in the first inning um before you even get to three outs. Was that right? He, he only, he, he didn't, he went two innings or something like that. Um, I just think you are breaking momentum and you're breaking morale and you're breaking in my mind, trust. Um, and that is something that like, I think Kevin cash was doing was building trust and, and believing in a momentum shift in game one. Like not getting up, not freaking out, not making a bunch of changes, you know, like sitting with Tyler Glass now and just letting him have an outing. You know, it's like you're lo- you're already up. You're you're losing by that many runs. Like, don't freak out and pull your pitcher and 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 make him look like garbage. Uh, leave him in. Let him figure it out. Let him let him pitch in a World Series and get the World Series out. That's what I believe in. You know. Um, and I think when you pull your starter, you make them no longer feel like they're a starter. And he uh, used 
seven pitchers in game two. Um, and to me, like, even just on paper, that is like, I mean, it, <laughs> I just, I don't know how else I can say it. You're, you're giving away everything that you do have. You're giving away the possibility, you know, because this game was not, was winnable. This game was winnable by the Dodgers, but you use that many pitchers, you break that much momentum, you just, you you overmanage the game from a, a pitching stand. Then he starts making all these pinch hits. It just doesn't work. Show, show me a game that he's done this, that he's won, and I'll eat my hat. I'm happy to do it. Um, but I, I don't, I don't think it works. I think that they, <laughs> the Rays are doing something different. I think that people are confused about what the Rays are doing and they try to do it by bringing in this guy and bringing in that guy. The Rays have, like John Smoltz was saying last night during the game, they have pitchers who are specialists, not for specific batters, but arm slots. They change delivery on the same batters. And then they 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 change it out. They switch out after three batters, four batters, an inning. I mean, he was letting these guys throw and get get comfortable. To me, um, it th- that that game last night was old Dodgers. And like, if that continues, like, congratulations to the Tampa Bay Rays on your World Series win because they'll just do the same thing that they've done the last two times. And what's unfortunate is they have a better team this time. Those two teams were fantastic teams. Truly fantastic teams, but they have something completely different right here because they have Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts on par with Babe Ruth in 19, what, 27? And you're going to overmanage your team. Okay. I mean, all right, you know, but I, I, I will stand by that, that if, if he, so, so we're going into game three, which is on this Friday, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, we've got, oh, oh, I didn't even get to, to Blake Snell. I'm so angry at the manager of the team that I'm rooting for that I didn't Blake Snell, not within the world of baseball, but maybe highly underrated pitcher when he is and, and he can deal and he was dealing last night. Um, and that is the other thing just from the flip side is believing in your own pitcher, despite whatever hiccups, whatever runs you're giving up and, and saying, you know what? Uh, that was, he left one back there. We have great defense. We have great offense. So I'm going to let this guy throw two more innings and inning. Let's go another inning. Let's see. Let's not get jumpy here. Um, you can stay the course and then you watch another pitcher dealing and maybe your starter goes, I can do this too. And then gets back in the game. Uh, and then Blake Snell's, you know, uh, 5.2 innings becomes 3.4, you know, uh, and you, you get those four runs in the third inning instead of the fifth inning. And we're talking about a different baseball game, but this is all, you know, this is all just conjecture on my part, but I will say, uh, you know, I've never managed a major league baseball game. I've never managed a major league baseball team, but I have managed a baseball team. And there is one thing that I've got that Dave Roberts doesn't have, which is a world series. So, I don't know. Just saying, I believe in trusting, trusting your guys to do their job. I believe in setting them up for success. And, uh, I don't think he did that, uh, during game two. And I think that Kevin cash did that in game one and game two. So that to me is the difference as of right now, going into game three, uh, which is like I said on Friday and 
that will be uh, Walker Bueller uh, versus Charlie Morton, who currently carries a .57 ERA in the postseason, um, who has also faced the Dodgers in a World Series capacity before. So I think the edge goes to the Tampa Bay Rays on Friday um, because mostly due to Walker Bueller's injury. And I feel like Dave Roberts will be once again, jump jumping out of the dugout to, um, to start wheeling and dealing his bullpen. Um, so my advantage goes to Tampa Bay for Friday, uh, as much as I don't want to say that. Um, so we'll see. I, I hope everybody's been having an okay time watching the world series, seeing everybody in the, in the, the fans in the stands with no masks. Um, not looking forward to seeing the outbreak information from this world series, but Hey, it is what it is. And I'm not the commissioner. So, um, it's been fun watching baseball. I've recently gotten a friend into it and she's like, what have you done to me? And I'm like, I'm sorry, this is what happens when you become friends with me. Um, so we'll see. I mean, I was really excited and really happy. And now I'm like, Oh, same old story, but we'll see. There's so many games left. I, I can't say that it's it's over before it's over. But if if this beha- if this style of management continues, I think the Tampa Bay Rays are going to win the World Series. Um, so uh, that's kind of it for this one. I don't I don't uh, I'm I'm looking forward to more baseball. I'm looking forward to watching it with people with masks outside, away from each other. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, vote now if you can. Check out Ballotpedia.org. Check out your local progressive orgs that have made uh, voter guides. I'm sure you can find it, but Ballotpedia is very helpful. Um, vote as progressive as you possibly can in every race that you possibly can, all the way down to, to dog catcher. It's important. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I don't know if I've got anything else for you guys. Just keep keep wearing masks. Keep washing your hands. Um Keep finding joy where you can. And uh, as always, if you liked it, you liked it. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.